0: podcast is a proud member of the Ciphercast network. Discover more at ciphercast.net and follow us on Twitter at ciphercastnet.
1: Welcome to Incantations, an Invisible Sun podcast. I'm Scott and I'm Dave, and we will be your guides along the path of suns. Today we sing, My Path Takes Me Strange Places, wherein we talk about creatures you may encounter in the ruined expanses. Join us on the path of suns and we may uncover a secret or two. When we cast My Path
0: Takes Me Strange Places, we discuss the setting of Invisible Sun. We're going to be talking about the ruined expanses and the denizens you might run into out there. So we haven't moved on from the Indigo Sun, but we thought that the ruined expanses were significant enough that they deserve their own segment. Um, So uh, we're going to talk about the creatures this time. Um, I don't know if there's really locations for us to talk about, uh, but there are definitely creatures out there that we want to we want to talk about a little bit. Um, So this is part of Indigo. And as we know, Indigo represents the truth and i wanted to talk about what the ruined expanses might represent being you know since they are part of indigo and you know we've talked about this before we've had a couple of, of segments where we've talked about world war one uh and i think that the ruined expanses uh feel a lot like uh this lingering m- reminder of the war that happened in invisible sun uh, and a lot of the imagery and a lot of the uh, details and i think the setting itself being this like art deco 1920s-esque city um, lends itself to being compared to you know world war one and the aftermath thereof and the rude expanses you know reminds me of you know those discussions we've had about you know the bombed out cities uh which you you know everybody's seen pictures of uh and also the the trenches that are were left all over europe in the wake of World War One, Like these ruined expanses really call back to that. Uh, and we've talked about this before. So I think we're both on the same page on this one, right?
1: Yes, yes. Um, you, know, you can think of the scene, the No Man's Land scene in the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, a good visual representation of the, uh, of the ruined expanses. Uh, and I, I'm fascinated by, as you mentioned, kind of the, the contrast of the theme of truth with the presence of the ruined expanses. Because we have this sort of cultural predisposition that truth and falsity, of course, are are opposites. Mm -hmm. And that falsity is equated with ugliness and with um, badness, I guess. And so anything that's true must not include anything that is ugly or bad. But having the ruined expanses in Indigo suggests that there is something true about – the ruined expanses. There's something true about the uh, ruins left behind by the war, and that it's a truth we have to engage.
0: Yeah, that's uh, one way of looking at it. Another way you could say is um, if this destruction and devastation is kind of the, you know, the falsehood that you know was left behind by the war. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of calling back to Gray in a way that might be significant. Um yeah
1: that's that's also a way to interpret the the presence of the ruined expanses. Um
0: so the ruined expanses are also cancerous. It's this cancer that afflicts the city of Saturn and Indigo itself and the there's a it's been difficult for the city to like heal. It's been difficult for it to rebuild and clear out these ruined expanses and um the hate cysts which are in the ruined expanses they will grow and spread unless they are actually dealt with. So, you know, this is a living destruction that is continuing to eat away at Saturn itself. So that's what what our Ruin Expanse is kind of, you know, called back to. Um, So yeah, you want to talk a little bit about hate cysts? And uh, what was the other thing we wanted to touch on before we got into the creatures itself?
1: Um, well, I think I, mean, I think hate cysts are the major topic. Uh, these are sort of uh, part of uh, these concentrations of this malignancy present in the ruined expanses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could be used as the equivalent of dungeon locations. If your game is looking for dungeon locations. Yeah, and uh,
0: I have done
1: that. <laughs> um
0: so the, the hate cysts are these malignant tumors, and these are the things that are continuing to grow. And uh, the, what is it, the deathless triumvirate has put a bounty out for uh, anyone to go out there and deal with hate cysts. So they are being dealt with, but it doesn't seem like they're being dealt with in a manner that is going that has prevented them from spreading. And the Hatesists themselves have uh, some interesting effects that I think call back to, you know, Gray a little bit here again, um, because they, they will uh, cause creatures to mutate. They will uh, do mental harm to people. Uh, they'll cause hallucinations and nightmares. Um, they also have a malicious influence on anybody that gets too close, which they might cause people to act out in a way that is very destructive, um, that they have some sort of mind control. Um, They also unleash diseases that are both physical and magical. So they can cause curses to, you know, spread uh, from where they are.
1: Yeah. I, I think it almost as much as an expression of an incursion of the dark into Indigo as the gray, but it's kind of, you could, I could see the different cysts might have different uh, flavors and Mm -hmm. the dark is going to focus on the mutation and the gray is going to focus on this, the illusion and uh, maybe even the madness component.
0: Yeah. So I hate cysts. Um, These things also generate the creatures that you find in the ruined expanses, I guess through mutation and also through spontaneous generation. Mm -hmm. I think that might be slightly accurate.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's uh, I, I also say the, the mysteries are, are it's probably a mystery to what extent w- where these things come from and whether they are um, the poor little centipede that got mutated into something terrible or whether they are something terrible that emerged spontaneously that happens to look like a centipede.
0: hmm. Yeah, my understanding is that uh, it's kind of both.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, the these things were left over from the war. They're basically scars on indigo. There are scars on the city of Saturine that were inflicted by uh, the extremely powerful and destructive magical effects that were used during the war. uh, And also the, I guess, creatures and machines that showed up then. I don't know. Is machines accurate?
1: I think there's references to machines. I mean, there are biological machines that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it depends on the sort of flavor you want for your campaign, but it, I don't believe it, it would be inconsistent at all uh, to include literal machines yeah, as part movie. of the war
0: effort. Um, there was in the session that I ran at Game Hole last year, one of the ideas they had was there was like a giant mechanical snake that lived in, like around one of the buildings on the block that the characters were near. Uh, and that was a leftover machine from the war. It was uh, an automaton that was out there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and a book we were we referred, to, we, we talked about several, I guess, months ago at this point, uh, The so Last Days of New Paris. Yeah. What were the
0: uh, creatures called in there?
1: I do not recall what they were called. But some of them had strong machine elements to them. And they combined organic and machine elements. Uh, uh, parts in a way that was all the more surreal by that combination
0: right well weren't they the um exquisite
1: corpses that was one type um i don't know if it was one particular entity or one class of entities but i don't think they were all called exquisite corpses
0: well exquisite corpses is the surreal mm-hmm. uh it's a surreal strategy for coming up with strange like creatures
1: Right. It's a technique for, for have it, you have different authors re- designing different parts of a yeah. creature, or it could be a, a, a short story, whatever it might be. And the idea is that the, the combination reveals some truth that would not be revealed by one person trying to write. Well, you could imagine, uh, designing creatures from c- coming out of the hate cysts in a sort of, in an exquisite corpse sort of way where, um, what either you have to trick yourself to not design a coherent entity but instead pick what's the head like what's the torso like what are the legs like um and use that as a weird combinations to indicate the disorder represented by these entities yeah and i think
0: that disorder is definitely touched upon by some of the creatures that i've picked out here and i guess speaking of creatures and exquisite corpses uh why don't we start by talking about the helminth and that's not mayonnaise (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, Helminth uh, H-E-L-L-M-I-N-T-H so this is a humanoid that's been ripped in half with one half floating over the other and it has these wormy things that live in the gap between the two halves of its body Uh, and of course these teeth have worms because you know worms with teeth is great uh, and super gross and like I really liked this one. It uh, it really called back to the you know destruction and devastation of Saturn. It's you know this city that's been you know uh, separated and segregated by these ruined expanses, and it's this like decaying and corrupted space in between the the civilization that still lives there. Like this helmet is exactly
1: that. And the text calls out that the worms ha- are, are peculiarly able to affect both corporeal and incorporeal entities. Mm-hmm. So I could see them, this uh, creature being very useful if a party is is uh, accustomed to being able to sort of phase out or be ghosts or something in a way that they don't get affected by most uh, 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 most of the creatures. Like they feel safe because they are incorporeal. Um, And this uh, creature in particular sort of uh, attack uh, bypasses that that sense of safety um, and makes them feel vulnerable even when they have this, when they're sort of out of phase with the rest of the world.
0: Uh, I just have to review the book, but um, are you looking at the entry for this thing right now? Uh, Nope, but I can be in a moment. Me too. I am looking at it now. Because uh, there too. was, yep, the, they have the slice through defenses, which is an interesting ability that they've got. So basically the the Helminth can ignore m- any magical effects and armor that would protect somebody. Um, so it's, that, it, yeah, it's
1: not just the incorporeal.
0: Yeah, not just incorporeal. Like they can cut through magic and they just ignore magic, which makes this a really threatening creature um, that might take a, you know an experienced Visley by surprise because, uh, hey, I've got two armor. I've got this spell that, you know, gives me a whole bunch of additional, um, you know, Bene when I'm rolling for certain things. Uh, I guess it's probably more for innate magical defenses, but this thing can just ignore all that and get straight through it and, you know, actually do some damage to a vislay that has been around the block a few times.
1: Yeah, the text description calls out uh can, it can make attacks against insubstantial creatures as well as material ones, but the description of the powers bypass defenses. Yeah. Uh also this creature has very strong defenses, in addition to being magic, plus 4 resist and plus 2 to withstand and dodge. Yeah, this thing is uh it's dangerous.
0: And th- I guess that's good because a lot of the creatures that we've talked about before have been I think I would describe them as um not combat encounters, but like encounters that you can throw in that could could be combat, but are typically more like interaction encounters. So fight stuff. Here, here are monsters that you can fight. Um, and I guess speaking of monsters, how about that scarred Sagittary? Um, I mean, this is exactly what we were talking about, where you have this quadruped, human-like creature that's been stitched together from different body parts and you know it's uh it's one of it's an exquisite corpse in a sense um yeah and it's another representation of these ruined expanses it's this thing that's stitched together from the horror that's been left behind by the war uh and the thing that i really liked about this is that uh you you can't beat this thing by doing damage to it Like, it just ignores any sort of damage that is done to it. Wounds don't affect it. Uh, Mental attacks don't affect it at all. Like, that's it's another monster that's taking, you know, the rules of the game and throwing them out and saying, like, no, this isn't going to work. You're going to have to come up with something that's a bit more creative. And like, sometimes that can be slightly annoying, but I think in this case, it's, it's cool. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the rules about how this thing can be defeated because I think that kind of.
1: It's a little spoilery.
0: Yeah, it's a little spoilery and it ruins some of the fun for it.
1: Right. But there, there is a way described that even though it breaks the rules, it adds a new rule that you kind of have to figure out. It yeah. makes it a puzzle.
0: Yeah, and it's nothing like super complicated. I mean, it makes yeah. sense once you figure it out. Um, but yeah, this this creature is really cool. But I like the idea that if this thing is a representation of the ruined expanses, like, you can't solve this problem by blowing it up. Like, you, like, Saturine is unable to fix the ruined expanses just by raising them. Like, there, yeah. there has to be another way to go
1: about Uh, fixing that problem and my players love creatures that are puzzles yeah so this is a this would be a good this one i I might find
0: useful uh i think this one would be an interesting one to throw at my players because my players like to hit things when they're trying to kill something (laughs) so i i've had some creatures that when they get hit they don't just die which has been fun um, though a majority of the things they run into that they want to hit tend to roll over when they get hit really hard. So having a change every once in a while is pretty fun.
1: Yeah. And as we've noted in, in this game, uh, you reach a point relatively quickly where the, um, monsters that play by the rules can be beaten up pretty quickly Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, it's monster, but the, the, the nature of magic in this world is that there's, that once you reach that level, you just start facing opposition. It's not necessarily creatures in combat, but opposition that doesn't follow the rules and you have to find out what the new rules are. Yeah. They have their own rules.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, here's another one that's not, uh, it doesn't have its own rules. It's just a monster. It's a monster that's creepy and gross. Um, the vroth it's uh it's a horse that you can see through it's got you know uh, transparent flesh so you get to see all its bones and muscles and that's cool but it's got a mouthful of like uh, razor blade teeth or razor teeth um, so that's cool that's fun uh, but it gets better because it has a chest cavity that can open up and then it has these little tiny thin skeletal arms that'll reach out and grab things like this is right up my alley like I like this kind of like gross dumb garbage
1: and it has a ranged attack that i will leave to uh leave to people for further investigation uh because one problem i've had with several mcg big bads or nasty creatures is sometimes if they're just malay there's so many options for range that people just kite them yeah uh but they, they've done a better job with these big creatures in the hate system particular to make sure they're not vulnerable to any particular strategy like that
0: yeah um I know what that word is. Kiting? No, 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 not kiting. I was just reading the entry, uh, and if I oh. if I repeat the word, then you're gonna people will know exactly what it is. So um, yes, I had to think about it for a second, but but I'm smart. My I've I know the best words. <laughs> <laughs> um, So these creatures are all from Teratology, uh, and there's a few more that you can look at for uh, cyst Spawn. They're located in the Indigo section of creatures. Um, But then there was one other creature that I wanted to talk about, uh, which you can find in the Secrets of Silent Streets, and that is the Siege Worms. So these are gigantic, sentient, demonic weapons from the war. Um, And these can be found, they're sleeping out in the ruined expanses. So the thing I thought was really interesting is that they're demonic. I hadn't really considered them to be demons at first, but I guess you know they could be uh, summoned by goetics to fight for Saturnine, But perhaps they were uh, demons that were brought to Saturnine to wreak havoc on the city itself by whatever whatever the war was fighting against.
1: Or or you could also have the the use of these weapons be so aggressive and so violent that they began to take on demonic characteristics because Mm. it is their nature.
0: Yeah. Uh, Warped by the actions that they were taking.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. um, Those are are a bunch of the creatures that you can find out in the Ruined Expanses. Uh, Anything
1: else you want to mention? Well, if you have... uh, if you're participating in the Numenera Kickstarter, um, uh, there is a, a a glimmer kind of puzzle that they have early, had early on that has a giant worm creature where the art could also be useful for siege worms. Ooh, perfect! Yeah, I, I would just emphasize again that uh, these creatures are, are interesting, um, and but even more than being individually useful, they suggest some ways to design appropriate opposition in the ruined expanses notice that these creatures not only have like these varied attacks that the higher level creatures uh like either bypass defenses or ignore certain types of attacks uh and and thereby become stronger by just making sure players have to figure out how can my character affect these monsters they also have very large defenses uh, all yep. of them have uh bonuses to multiple defense values um and you could use this as inspiration if you want to design your own crazy nasty cancerous terrible monster for the ruined expense uh, expanse um use the, the the this the common tendencies of the creatures in teratology to inspire you uh say okay well what is it that I what how how are they going to affect very powerful vislay because otherwise the Visley in Saturn would have wiped them out long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they ignore this type of magic or they ignore this type of damage or no one wants to get close to them because they bypass all of these types of defenses. Oh, and by the way, they may be level six, but they've got plus four to dodge. So no one can actually hit them.
0: And you um, need magic <laughs> to do it.
1: Yes, two successes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you, you, f- use these as inspiration to how you can make powerful terrifying creatures for this uh, component of Saturnine—that that is this cancer that is, is eating away at the very nature of truth itself, of reality and the actuality.
0: Well said. Good summary.
1: This ends our walk. Maybe you discovered something today. Maybe you need to look closer. The music was titled Beyond from Wes Otis and Plate Mail Games. It is available from Drive RPG. Invisible Sun is the intellectual property of Monty Cook Games. You can find a link to their website in the show notes. You can find our blog at incantationspodcast.blogspot.com or email us at IncantationsPodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can find me at Eganseer, that's at A-G-O-N-S-E-E-R, on Twitter.
0: And you can find me at Tex underscore Red on Twitter. So please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes uh, or whichever uh, podcast app you are using. Uh, it really helps us out. Uh, we also like seeing ratings and reviews, whether they're good or bad. Uh, or else just tell a friend about the show. That's another great way to get the word out and ha- help people find us.